What's up, everyone? Welcome back to On Tap Bets. I'm your host, Cody. Follow me on Twitter at Cody on Tap. Joined, as always, with my buddy Joey. Follow him on Twitter at The Riot Three Twenty Six. We're back. We had a profitable weekend. Uh, I guess that's a good way to start it. Joey, how you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm doing good. You know, uh, when we have a weekend like we did last last weekend, you can't really complain too much. And I think, you know, I, I just want to keep this thing going here and uh, hopefully we can give out some winners and win a little bit more money for ourselves. I know uh, that Lockham Parlay almost hit last weekend. One we leg, had, man. Yeah. The Lockham Parlay almost hit. It's uh, tough. It's well, tough. It's yeah, it's tough. Uh, but before we really dive into anything, I want to remind everyone to go follow, uh, obviously follow us, but follow on tap Sportsnet on social media at on whatever platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Go uh, if you follow if you don't follow us on Facebook or YouTube, head on over there right now. Watch the stream, leave a comment, interact with us because we got some great plays for the NFL wildcard weekend coming up. Uh, and unfortunately on Twitter, we do not, they don't let us leave comments. If you've been, if you follow any stream for on tap, you should, you probably know that by now. So uh, again, just tune in, leave, join the conversation on Facebook or YouTube. And uh, again, if you're listening via podcast form, thanks for listening. Uh, our listens have gone up a little bit, so that's exciting. Um, yeah. Um, am I missing anything else, Joey? I feel like I'm missing one more thing. What am I missing? Nothing I can think of. Uh, I, I think there's, you know, pretty much that's it. Uh, well, I guess Bet Rivers, you give out a promotion to Bet Rivers. We got the 250. Oh, yeah. Use the code. If you head on over yeah. down to uh, Rosemont, use the code ONTAP when you sign up. I think you get 250 bucks of bonus cash just to start out with, yep. which is awesome. Uh, that's cool and tough. Um, so, yeah. Um, Joey. You mentioned the lock and parlay. It was it was a bad it was a bad beat because uh, we we made it to the three p.m. slate and like all we needed was the Saints to win a Tyler Lockett touchdown and Kyle Pitts to get like sixty yards receiving and the Saints minus three was never a down that was a pick that we gave you and the Saints obviously since it was minus three they their money line we just threw the Saints money line in there. It was never a doubt. Tyler Lockett scored the first touchdown of the game again in the Seahawks uh, Cardinals game. So all we needed, all we needed in the three o'clock slate for most of it was for Kyle Pitts to just give us sixty-one or sixty-two yards receiving, and we would have won a parlay that was at over five thousand or plus five thousand odds. Man, I had. $10 on that would have won like, I don't know, four or 500 bucks. I was, I was sweating, man. I was sweating so hard on it. I felt so good about it too. Once it got to, you know, once we got that little glimmer of hope, lock it, gets in the end zone. Like that one was kind of, to me, the hardest. And then everything else was like, all right, it's all clicking. Saints are winning. And in that game though, just, we had the Russell Gage game. What in the world? How does this guy have like the best game of his career when Kyle Pitts needs the tight end rookie receiving record? Right. If he gets like nothing, like less than 10 yards receiving or some bullshit, I yep. 
I don't know. Just... Yeah, I'm never going to – like, th- this goes back to my thing about never betting the Falcons, man. I, yeah. I, I, I can't bet them on prop bets. Like, going into next year if Matt Ryan's still a quarterback and, you know, they still have, like, the same coaching and everything, I might just fade them just for this parlay because of this parlay loss. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't – I can't bring myself to bet anything on the Falcons. Like I learned two years ago that I can't, that I shouldn't do it. I'd lost a bunch. And then this year I didn't lose because of them. I never bet on the Falcons at all this year, not once. And every time I bet on a game that they're involved in, I took the other team and I hit every time. Like, that's not even like, like a, like a, you know, like a exaggeration. I when I bet on a game against the Fal- that had the Falcon Falcons in it, I bet against them every time and it hit every single time. So if there's any advice, just fade the Falcons <laughs> more often than not, man. In all their prop bets, apparently. You're probably gonna be come out on top more times than not. I remember <laughs> earlier this year, I think because like with the tally site, you can well, you know, we share the picks on Twitter and stuff to give yeah. them out or whatever. I had the Falcons on one, and I remember you you like tweeted to me. You're like, "Oh, the Falcons or something," or mm-hmm. uh, "Yikes, good luck with the Falcons or something." And I'm like, "Oh uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna regret this." Yeah, sure enough, definitely regretted it. Uh, fade the Falcons if you can at all times. I think that's the lesson we all learned from from this. Yeah, don't bet on. Yeah. Them. Um. With that said, though, I mean, even though we lost the parlay, and if you rode on the parlay with us, thanks for riding. We're going to have another one for NFL Wildcard Weekend, most likely on Sunday. But, hell, we might just put one out on Saturday, too, for the two games that we're going to talk about here in a second. Um, But, like, our single bets, though, we did well. Like, outside of the Bears, you know, we we had the over on Cowboys Eagles, which was 43. The Cowboys put up 51 points themselves. So that was literally never a doubt. Uh, we had Steelers plus three and a half. They won outright. We had Saints minus three, like I said earlier. Uh, 49ers plus four and a half. And there's another game in there that I feel like. Oh, yeah, Chargers. And uh, yeah, di- was there a Monday night game? I can't that remember. That was, uh, wait, Monday night. No, that was just a Sunday night game. No, that was a college football game. Sunday night, Chargers, Raiders. We can talk about that I th- too. I now, took so. the over, over 48 and a half. That hit in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I think you took the Chargers minus three. No, I was leaning that way. I don't think I actually ever ended up betting them. Maybe a money line. I'm not sure. But. That was like the most wild time on Twitter. Like everyone was rooting for a tie. Like I, I kind of regretted not going through and just like putting $10 on the game to tie. I wanted to. I was going to. I planned on it. And then we left the house. We we, we recorded and did the live stream for Bears on Tap after mm-hmm. the Bears game. And then my uh, mother-in-law, it was her birthday party that night. So I had to leave. We had to drive 45 minutes. And I never ended up putting that bet in. And then by the time the game was on and everybody's going nuts and like messaging back and forth. Yeah, I hope this ends in a tie. And I'm like, I can't enjoy this like the rest of you fuckers because I wanted it to end in a tie and I wanted to bet on it and I didn't bet on it. Yeah. So I'm with you. Right. That was that game was wild, though. I'm just glad that I had the over at least. And like it was never real. I mean, it was a little bit of a sweat in that fourth quarter. Thankfully, Justin Herbert decided to pull out the big guns and lead the comeback leading to the overhitting. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah. So yeah, overall outside of the bears, um, which who we're not going to talk about because fuck them, fuck their ownership and fuck 
just fuck them in general. They were like one of the worst teams this year to bet on. They were like six and 11 against the spread this year. Just terrible. Just terrible. Not only are they bad at football, but they don't know how to cover. Like bad teams are bad. Even worse teams don't cover. Like that's the my best like reverse. So, if you reverse. can't cover, I've always said, if you can't cover, you deserve to lose. Yeah, I agree. I agree. How do I feel about the Bears? Yeah, yeah. No more. But, we're not talking dude, about Dude, and Cody, Cody, just one more thing. Yeah. They didn't cover that game, and they were winning by as much as they were at halftime, and they couldn't cover that game. Just absolutely embarrassing. It was five and a half when we talked about it. It moved all the way down to three and a half on game day. Those yeah. motherfuckers, man. Those motherfuckers. Like, me and you were like, we thought it was an absolute lock that they were going to win that game. And the way they played in that first half, it made – like, they did everything that we said that they were going to do. I said that Kirk Cousins was, was going to suck because he always sucks against the Bears. And, I, and, we, and you said that the defense was going to do what the defense does. And what did we get? We got that. We got Kirk Cousins sucking, and we got the Bears defense making him, like, hate his life. Yeah. And then they fought, like Justin Jefferson get like came like 12 yards short of breaking Randy Moss's single season record. Yeah, like, it was, was a piece of shit for that, by the way. Should have just let him do it. But for sure. Yeah. Uh yeah, man. I, I can't even I'm just glad the season's over for the Bears. Let's talk about some playoff football. You ready, man? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So uh we're starting her off with the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Cincinnati Bengals, two teams who both have long playoff drought, like playoff drought uh, wins. Like they haven't won in the playoffs in a long time. It's been like since 1990 for the Bengals, 2002 for the Raiders. Ironically, the last time the Raiders run a playoff game is when they went to the Super Bowl uh, in 2002. Uh, Bengals 1990, like I said. So it's, it's been a long time since they have won a playoff game. Hell, it's been a long time, it feels like, since they've even – both teams even made the playoffs. Raiders been since, like, 2016. Uh, and then I'm assuming the last time the Bengals went, Andy Dalton was under center for them. Um, and Fontes Perfect, like, destroyed Antonio Brown in that one game or whatever. Uh, I, f- I feel like that was, like, the long- last time the Bengals were in the playoffs. But either way, the f- I think the Steelers won that game. So it's been a while, man. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. This game, to me, it's the hardest this week for me to decide. Uh, how do you feel about it? It's real tough because I look at these teams, and I- they're both two of the hottest teams coming in uh, to end this season, actually. I mean, you know, the Raiders, they have four straight wins to – to barely make the playoffs. I mean, we, you know, we saw the, the Sunday night game, obviously uh, the Bengals, they won three straight and clinched against the chiefs. Then they lost uh, last week, but they, they got to sit their starters like Joe Burrow wasn't playing Jamar chase. I think he just was in there for the record and then they got him out of there. I mean, they were really able to use last week, almost like a bye week So that's kind of like it. To me, I feel like that's going to play a factor here a little bit as there's the rest. But I do – it's hard to root against this Raiders team without John Gruden with with what they've been able to do. I mean, Rich Bisaccia, you know, the focaccia bread or whatever my, my Italian paisan, he's got this team playing hard. They're playing well. I, 
and the Bengals, they're so fun. Like I'm, I'm a Burrow guy. I'm, I like that offense. I really love watching that team play and I root for them. And like, from a football standpoint, these teams are both very equally matched, like offensively 18th ranked uh, DVOA for the Bengals, 19th ranked for the Raiders pass offense, 15th and 17th in favor of the Bengals run offense. The, the Bengals are a little bit better, but then defensively, the Bengals are 17th in DVOA overall, and, the, and or uh, the Raiders are 17th, and the Bengals are 19th. So it's like both these teams are really pretty equal. I just have to go with what I believe here, and I think the rest is going to come into play, even though I generally I think you want to take road dogs or you want to take dogs in the wild card round against the spread. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Bengals are going to win this game by a touchdown. What are you, where are you at, Cody? All right, so you're taking Bengals. Right now I see it at five and a half, so you're, you got oh, Bengals. Oh, what's that called? Okay. Yeah, I see it at five and a half, and a half today. Um, what would you play it up to? Just curious. Just where it's at, probably. I If it moves any further, like to six, I might consider it still with the Bengals. I think they win the game by a touchdown. I don't. I wouldn't play it much higher than that, though, because I think it's a little risky. Yeah, I feel you. Um, see, last week we were both on the same thing, so this week we're due for some for for a little bit of difference. And I, right. I can't, I can't take the Bengals in this one. A lot of it has to do with history. I know the Raiders haven't won a playoff game in a long time, but like. Derek Carr didn't play in that 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 last time they went to the postseason in 2016, and like he like that has to be something that he has like been thinking about for a long time. Remember when John Gruden came in and that first year the Raiders were so bad and people were talking about how Gruden was just going to move on from from Derek Carr and like how Derek Carr's career just went from like where it was really high and now it's down, you know, and then it came down and just. These last couple years, the Raiders have just been very average. Ten and seven this year because of the extra game. So if you take that extra game out, they they're nine and seven, whatever. So still not not like they're not great. Obviously, that's why they're playing this week and you know didn't get a buy or anything like that. But I don't know, man. I feel like there's just so much more to play here for the Raiders. Like there's so much more chip on their shoulder to come out here and win this game or at least cover. And that's why I like the Raiders plus five and a half because. Joe Burrow's first playoff game, Jamar Chase's first playoff game. And I know only Carr and Jalen Richard are the only people on this team that was part of that 2016 team, but there's more experience on Derek Carr's side here. And I don't know. Like, it's just, I can't, I, I, I want to take the Bengals because I do think Joe Burrow was better than Derek Carr. But I don't know, man. You know how it gets in the playoffs, especially in these early rounds. Like, like this is this is one where it's a toss-up, even though the spread doesn't say it's a toss-up. I think it's more of a toss-up. And I, because it's at five and a half, I got to take the Raiders. Now, if it went down under, like if it went down to three or two and a half, like I probably lean Bengals then. Because I do think the Bengals yeah. should win this game, but 
I don't think they win by a touchdown. I think this game's closer. Both defenses are pretty similar, in my opinion, kind of like what you said. I just, like, again, I just don't see the Raiders coming out and, like, laying an egg. Like, I see them, like, they're going to be in this game, and they're going to, you know, Derek Carr is, I feel like Derek Carr is going to put together his the best game of his career in this game because, like, he knows that, like, it's hard to make the playoffs because of his entire career. He's only made it one time, and he didn't even get to play in the game because of an injury. So he's going to take full advantage of this game, in my opinion. And because of that, he's going to make sure the Raiders are in this game and have a chance to win. So uh, I'm with our our buddy Zach. I was Zach. Um, here, he's on the Raiders plus five and a half. I'm right. on the Raiders plus five and a half, man. Um I you know yeah. what? I can't I don't I can't argue against what you're saying, Cody, because I this one could go either way. I do believe that uh this is more of a coin flip game. I was looking at some other stuff too. The reason why I I like the Bengals to cover is not necessarily because I believe that there's that much disparity in uh in the teams as far as like the point wise, because I think it is a lot of points. Like I believe mm-hmm. it's probably way too many points. But I was also looking at it as far as like 129 and 19 against the spread for the winner of the wild card games. Basically, that's the history. The winner of the wild card games are covering the spread at that number of a clip. Uh, whoever wins the game basically covers. So I'm like, if I think they're going to win the game in this particular matchup, I'm like, fuck it. I think they're just going to cover. But anything more than like where it's at now, I. I do not like it. And yeah, Zach's got a comment here too. Uh, Bengals 28th in the league in passing yards allowed Raiders sixth in passing yards per game. That's what tipped it for me. I agree. I mean, and I agree with you, Cody, I think they are going to be able to throw the ball. The Raiders will be able to move it. I, I do question Darren Waller a little bit because he's been banged up and him just coming back for this game. I actually, that's another prop bet that I was considering looking at was, taking the under on Darren Waller's receiving yards because I'm not quite sure he's fully healthy and because we haven't seen what he's been able to do lately. And I, but I do like taking the over in uh, Hunter Renfro's receiving yards it's at like 55 and a half. So it's kind of like a correlation move, I guess if I'm taking the under on one, it's gotta be his next top target. So I, mm. I guess maybe that's a little bit odd, but just a little bit of a extra bets I'm, I'm on for this game. Yeah, no, uh, again, I if it comes down to three or less, I would probably then change to the Bengals, but I don't see it doing that. So, yeah, we'll see. There um, is a lot of Raiders money, it looks like, coming in, though. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, what, it's Friday, it's Friday, Friday at 342. So we got, you know, 24 hours. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, We'll see where it's at a game time. Um, what about the over under on this gun on this one? What's that again? I, I 48. Lean over. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I'd lean over too, uh, just because Bengals big playability is so good. And like Zach just said, I mean, the Bengals are 28th in, in the league and passing yards allowed. So they're going to be slinging the ball all across the field. I'd lean over. The only reason that kind of scares me is because like, it'd be kind of similar to like what we saw in the chargers um, 
Raiders game on Sunday where the over looked like it was a lock and then both teams forgot how to score points in that third quarter. And I could see a quarter like that in in this game. And then it might be like a really big sweat. So to me, aiming at the spread here seems more likely for me than, than the total. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on. Patriots bills, Saturday night, Saturday night football. Um, that sounds weird, but I mean, it is Saturday night. Um, uh, Pats going to Buffalo. Buffalo won the AFC East. Um, what do you got, man? Because this one's going to be interesting, and I would love to hear what you got first. Man, I this is one where I'm actually probably going to go against what I said earlier as far as like the winner is going to cover here because – I really look at this game and I think this this is going to be this is maybe just as difficult as the last game to be honest like for me it was anyways I don't know how how you feel Cody but there is some weather here concerns wise I I think it's going to be near like 0 degrees maybe 5 degrees around kickoff or something like that not as bad as the weather they played in on that Monday night game in Buffalo where it was like a tornado storm I mean, mm-hmm. just wins. They could not throw the ball downfield at all. I think Mac Jones attempted three passes two in passes. the whole game. Just, <laughs> yeah, completed two passes the entire game. He had to do nothing. They just ran the ball down their throat, which, honestly, if you look at it too, both these defenses, I mean, they're top five in DVOA. Both of them are really good defensively. But where they do, where they are a little bit more leaky is on the ground. And I know that Belichick is – he sees that. He knows that. And Brian Dable for the Bills, he's been actually running the ball a lot more with Devin Singletary over the the you know down the stretch towards the end of the year. I know Josh Allen just had a pretty big game against these Patriots in their second meeting, but I'm looking at this with with it being as cold as it is and being in Buffalo, and I I imagine that Belichick's going to have more of an adjustment here or make more of an adjustment this time since he just saw them. He's not going to let. Josh Allen kill them. I don't think through the air. I don't know. I I think sidewise you could go really either way. I as far as who's winning the game, I'm not going to go outright. I think the pat, the Pats probably cover. Not really like super strong on that. I do see this game going under 44 though. That's that's pretty yeah. much my main my main bet. What do you think? Yeah. So <laughs> first off. If you're not on DraftKings, you can go sign up and get some free money on this game this weekend. They're doing like a hammer the over promotion where oh. every 5,000 bets that come in, uh, they're, they're they're bringing the total down. And last I checked, it was at like 32. So um, it's like max bet of $25. So Okay, I'm in on that one. Then. I didn't yeah, know. Deposit 25. <laughs> I think it's at like minus 110. So you basically make $25 back. It'll be like 20 three or 24 bucks, whatever. Um, so you're welcome on that. Uh, they're basically trying to give you free money there. Um, but yeah, you're on the under. I'm also on the under for, cause I do think they're just going to run, run, run. Um, but man, I like the bills to cover in this game. I think the bills like, Remember 
going into the season, the Bills had all this hype. They had all this hype and like, you know, like I don't know how to explain. It. They just had all this hype. They 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 had, you know, Josh Allen won a playoff game last last year, I'm, I believe. He won one or two, right? Uh in the in the playoffs and went to the AFC Championship game. Yeah. They beat I mean, they beat the Chiefs this year. And, you know, ever since they lost to the Patriots, the Bills have been honestly pretty good. They've only they lost to they they lost to Tampa Bay in overtime and then they've won they've won their last four games. Now, that includes against New England back on December 26th. I know they played Carolina, Atlanta, and the Jets, so it doesn't really mean much, but still like they're coming in playoffs playing pretty well. They and again, they beat New England by almost two touchdowns at New England. And the thing about New England to me is that yeah, they're good, but like again, Mac Jones first playoff game, rookie quarterback. I do think Belichick's going to have to make this guy throw more than two passes, man. I don't care what the weather is. He's going to have to like he's yeah. going to have to throw the ball at some point. They're going to force unless the too. script of the game goes exactly like Belichick wants it. I hate betting against Belichick, but to me, this is like the Bills' time, man. Like, they have the quarterback. Their defense is solid. It's number one in the league, and they're playing well going in the playoffs. They won by double digits in each of their last four games. Like, they're playing as well as they could be right now, and they're going to be on their home field. They know their fans know like the history of this of this matchup. I think like this might be like the Bills Super Bowl. Like I'm not saying the Bills are gonna go win the Super Bowl, but like to me, the Bills they're gonna look at this game completely different in a way of like you know for their franchise than than the Patriots are because the Patriots just won so many damn games in the playoffs over the years of our lifetime. To me, I I, I think. I think the Bills win this game outright, and I do think they cover four and a half because I think they win by a touchdown or more. And it all just comes down to the fact that I'm just not going to trust Mac Jones in a playoff setting on the road against a guy who has already been in the playoffs. Josh yeah. Allen, he's he's had his misstep, missteps in the playoffs already and got over them, as we saw last year. And like this is the year for them. Like If they're going to do anything, go to the Super Bowl, whatever. Like, this is the year for them. This is the year where they can actually do it. So, and I think it starts, to, like, tomorrow, beating the Pats on their home field and just, you know, go from there. Like, I, I, I can't see Mac Jones beating Josh Allen, man. I can't see it. it. It is a really tough sell, honestly. And you make some great points, like him making his first playoff start, What's he going to be like? He's probably going to have to throw a lot more than – I mean, definitely more than three times. He's going <laughs> to – Yeah, It's right. guaranteed. Like, I, I, I hope some book would be dumb enough to put, like, his pass attempts at, like, nine and a half or something, and I'll just smash the over on that too. But um, <laughs> it's going to happen where he's going to be forced into throwing much. I don't know. I could see it. I definitely could see them covering here. I don't feel great about the Patriots here. I – I think the Bills, like like you said, they're looking at this where they get through this round. This is one of their harder opponents, I think, 
in the playoffs. Right. Not, not to say that like the Chiefs or the Bengals or those teams like that aren't going to be difficult, but I think if you're going to compare maybe even the Titans, I know that they're the one seed. I still don't look at the Titans as like I, – I think the Patriots are probably a more difficult matchup, even though you're traveling to Tennessee. I could be completely wrong about that. Maybe that's a hot take, but I think this is a big Well, you would look at Tennessee, and if they have Derrick Henry, that team's a lot different. And yeah. The, the and way we've looked be, at Tennessee over the last you know month and a half or two, it's been hard to watch, right? Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. No, okay, so we're both on the under here, but I got Bills minus four and a half, and you're leaning Patriots plus four and a half. Um, all right. Um, let's move on. Eagles, Bucks. Um, spread opened at seven points. It moved up to eight, eight and a half real quick, and it's been there since then. Um, I'll start here. Um, over-under is at 45 and a half. And I will say that I like the over at 45 and a half um, because the Eagles defense, as we saw last week, sucks. They gave up 51 points to a Cowboys team that really just did not care about that game. Uh, but that the that's not fully the reason why I like the over. I like that, that aspect that their defense is not that good. But Tampa Bay also has given up some points. Uh, you know, they don't allow people to run the ball, but I do think Jalen Hurts here, first playoff appearance, going to either make some mistakes or he's going to make some plays. He's going to do one of the two, and it's going to lead to some points for Tampa Bay here. You know, for 45 points, you're just asking for Philly to get you maybe two touchdowns, and then you're thinking maybe Tampa Bay wins by two touchdowns themselves. That hits you the over, I'm pretty sure, if I math correctly. Um, <laughs> I guess with that said, I like the I like the Bucks, but I it, I don't like the spread because like I could also see Tampa Bay doing exactly what they did against the Washington football team in the first in their first game last year in the playoffs, where they almost lost. So I could see them playing down to this Eagles team and still winning the game, but maybe not covering the eight and a half. So to me, I like the over. Um, what do you got? So I do think the Bucks are going to win this game. Uh, I mean, I, I don't see a way where they actually lose this game. I, of course it's possible. It could happen. You never know. It's the NFL, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I just think this is a lot of points, like eight and a half points for a Bucks team that, you know, we saw them even struggle against a team like the Jets, and then Brady had to bail them out, you know. And yeah, I just think I know it's in Tampa, but you're talking 15 to 20 mile per hour sustained winds with some potential rain that could keep the deep passing potentially in check, even for Brady. I'm not, I mean, he's got the type of arm where he could probably cut through that. He's probably going to find some underneath guys like he always does, he can carve up any defense. As soon, especially when he gets a good read on him in the first half. Second half is when he can really take over once he he looks at it and you know he dissects things. Yeah. But so I that's why I think the Bucks are going to win the game. But eight and a half points, and that and that talking about the wins and stuff, you know that leads me right into Jalen Hurts with his rushing yards prop 
It's at 49 and a half last time I saw it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the over on that because I think he's probably going to have to run a lot because also the Bucks tend to get pretty good pressure on the quarterback, and they've given up the fourth most rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks. They gave up over 100 to Josh Allen. So, I mean, Jalen Hurts can run like Josh Allen or, or better. So, I mean, also the Eagles – I like Gronk in this game. Like Darius Slay covering Mike Evans. If you have a shutdown corner, I'm not sure what the history is uh, as far as like what how Slay's done against Mike Evans. It's not. It's probably not a, a Jalen Ramsey type situation. But the Eagles have allowed the most receptions, the most receiving touchdowns, and the second most receiving yards to tight ends this year. Gronk at 59 and a half. He's he's went over 100 the last two weeks. Even if he can't throw deep as much in this game as they might want to, I think Darius Slay is probably gonna gonna put it to Mike Evans, and I think Gronk over fifty nine and a half. So I, I I like a few things in this game, Cody. <laughs> I see you like the props. I so are you leaning Eagles plus eight and a half too? Yeah, I'm leaning Eagles plus eight and a half. I, I this is another one where I don't really think that they're gonna win the game, but I think they can cover it. Mostly though, is. is... It's it's hard to cover if you're the Buccaneers, but they've had big spreads all season. But also, like, yeah, they've played down to teams too, especially like the Jets, you know. Yep. So I get it. I mostly like, like it, Cody, as a as a teaser. So we're gonna get to a game here in a little bit that it's got another big spread on it. Uh, it's probably people could probably guess which one if anyone's <laughs> watching or listening what I'm getting at little, here. But little Sunday nights carry, I, I see a little Sunday about. night carry action. I, I think yeah. uh, this is a perfect teaser leg to go ahead and put up the Eagles to like 14 and a half and kind of pair it with that one. That's that's yeah. basically like that's my main move here. I think. Well, that's I I like that. So that put the Eagles up to 14 and a half. Bring the Steelers. Uh, or the Chiefs down to what, like six and a half? Yeah, depending on what side. I'll I'll, I'll save it, but yeah, you're on okay. the right track. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Well, again, I like the over because I just I just think there's no way there's not going to be points here. I know there's going to be some wins and all that, but the Eagles, man, like they just give up points. And Tampa Bay, like they still have a lot. Like they still have great offense, and but their defense can be suspect at times too. There's, I just don't see this going under 45. Like 45 to me seems like a low total for this game, in my opinion, based off what we've seen from Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady. More so Jalen Hurts because I think the Buccaneers are going to put up points. The question is, is will the Eagles put up points? I think Jalen Hurts can, at the very least, can get us some garbage time points. So I think the over is the play here. So... Uh, let's move on. So obviously the game we just did, that was the first game on Sunday, next game on Sunday, 49ers at Cowboys. This is like America's game of the week. It's the one everyone keeps talking about. Everyone keeps telling me they're playing this or that on it. Um, so basically it seems like it's the game of the week that people are most intrigued by. And I, I won't lie. I'm very intrigued by this game because, uh, these other games that we've already talked about, like they just don't intrigue me as much. Like they're they're gonna be fun, but like they're not anything 
I don't know. I feel like we can see a little bit of everything in this 49ers Cowboys game. So Joey, what do you got here, man? Man, this is, yeah, I know this is a popular play for the dog this week. It seems like that always scares me. I don't really want to be on the popular play as far as dogs go. Uh, America's team with the Cowboys, but I think people are kind of snuffing it out on the Niners side. I mean, it's the first time they've met in the playoffs since, what, the mid-1990s, which that was an extremely high-rating playoff game, and you knew the NFL kind of wanted this. This is just perfect for the NFL from a viewership Mm -hmm. standpoint. So, I mean, I I don't know what Trent Williams' status is going into this game. I I would like to know that. I didn't really check that before we hop back on here. But um, the 49ers, though, they're fourth best in adjusted sack rate. defensively the d line and the cowboys offensive line good overall but 12th in adjusted sack rate i think they can put on some pressure here on deck i think that that's that's kind of going to be the key obviously here um i like the way that the niners have been playing for the most part i just think this is i think they're going to cover i actually this is this is where i'm i'm going to go ahead and just meet on the table whatever the fuck Niners money line. Let's go. What do you wow. think? Wow. Wow. It's not a it's a it's not a crazy spread, so it's like not a hot take, I guess. But yeah, it's plus like, one thirty-five of the money line. So we gotta see an upset th- th- this week, right? We gotta see some. See, that's true, but the Raiders are the are are an underdog, and like yeah, that's like to me, that's my upset. <laughs> I feel like we're going to see two, though. We're going to see two or three this week. It's going to be. I think so. I do. Yeah. Ah, man, dude. You always see at least two, right? Two or three. Wild card weekend. Yeah. My thing is here, obviously, I'm going Cowboys minus three. And (laughs) it pains me because, obviously, I am the biggest Jimmy G stan. Not only because I went to college with the guy, but because. I think he is better than what many people think. These, these are, uh, what is, what is, what is the term? Couch, uh, arm, arm couch guys. What, what, what's these, these couch GMs, these arm couch GMs, GMs. Yeah. on the fucking internet throwing their advanced analytics out there because they can just Google something. Congratulations. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't, you know, elite or anything, but. I like Dak Prescott in this one, man. I I can't I I can't. And the thing is, is like Cowboys offense playing as well as it's played all season. Um, I just mentioned they put up fifty against an Eagles team that I mean I know they sat hurts, but like fifty points. I mean I don't know, man. To me, like that says something. I know they lost to the Cardinals in the game that they really played like shit in. But, but other than that, though, over the last month, played pretty well. Beat the Saints. They beat everyone in their division. And, uh, you know, they've had some signature wins as well. Um, So, Cowboys at home, three points? Like, hard to bet against the home team there, man. I'd probably take 49ers if that spread moved up to, like, four and a half or five. But I kind of like – I kind of like 49ers here or the Cowboys here just because I just think their offense is more consistent. Like 49ers were down 17 and nothing to the Rams last week. And then Jimmy Garoppolo decided that, you know, 
were going to the playoffs and he, you know, arguably had his best game of his career, um, yeah. which again, hats off to him. I love the guy was, is a legend on seventh street in Charleston, Illinois, but I don't, I, to me, like the NFL wants the Cowboys and the Packers to play in this postseason at some point. And I just think that the Cowboys have more offensively and they're going to find a way to pull this one out. Again, at three points, when you look at a spread of three points, it's basically a toss up, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, the way I'm bet looking at it from a betting perspective is I'm looking at it as a pick em, And I just think the Cowboys are better than the 49ers. And every time the 49ers have a, like a signature game, like they had last week, the next week they freaking find a way to like have this huge letdown. I, and and it also doesn't help that like everyone is on the 49ers, man. Like everyone. So I'm like, I'm gonna zig while everyone else zags. Yeah. I'm gonna zig while everyone else zags, man. Like, this is the game I zig while everyone else zags. Like to me, the way everyone's talking about the 49ers this week, I feel like the Cowboys are the underdog with the way that everyone keeps talking about the 49ers. You would so, think so. Yeah. You definitely think so. And I, I now, Maybe I have some apprehension with the Cowboys to, or towards them because, like, I feel they've let down a lot in the playoffs themselves. So maybe there's like part part bias there that I just I can't get those past images out of my head of like the Tony Romo's in the playoffs and like he wasn't like horrible, but the team just had letdowns in the playoffs. And maybe yeah. I'm just like I'm thinking too much back in the past. I do think it's just going to be – this going to be a hell of a game. And I, and how dare you bet against Jimmy G, but, you know. <laughs> I, it pains me, man. It pains me that I'm going to take the Cowboys. But, like, if it – perhaps if the game was in San Francisco, I would take the 49ers. But I don't know, man. Like, for example, let's go back. December 19th, they blow out – the Falcons after they beat the Bengals the week before. So they won two in a two in a row. Then they go to Tennessee and lay an egg. And this Tennessee team doesn't have Derrick Henry. That Tennessee team hasn't played like it ha like it has not looked like a number one seed, like you said. And then they bounce back, beat Houston with Trey Lance, and then down 17-0 against the Rams. Come back win. That's a, to me, that's that says more about the Rams than it does the 49ers, in my personal opinion. I feel like I'm disrespecting the 49ers in a big way. And like, it pains me. Cause like, again, I'm rooting for Jimmy G. I want him to do well. I like Kyle Shanahan. His dad went to my school as well. Like I, like it pains me to say, I just think the Cowboys are a better team. Like point blank. I just think the Cowboys are the better team at home. Got, they got something to prove. They're like, like I said, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about 49ers this week. Like everyone at my job definitely is. So I feel like if people at my work are on it, then like other people are talking about it somewhere too. So, ah, uh, yeah. yeah. I like Cowboys. Dogs, the public dogs are just, you don't want to take the public ones. That's, that's usually like what they say. Right. So I, yeah, I could be, I'm honestly wrong. surprised it's not moved down to like a pick them at this point. Cause so I've heard so many people on the 49ers. That's what makes you wonder, though, right? Like, 
There's got to be some sharp money there on the Cowboys, too. That's like yeah. somebody that's sharp pushed this line and just kept the line. That's I think it was what, – what was the spread at, though? Was it like three and a half at one point? Probably. Uh, I don't think it's really moved, though. It's, it hasn't it's moved really been much. right around three like the entire time since it opened. So, so yeah, I, it yeah. makes you wonder. I don't know if we'll see a two and a half, but uh, it does make you wonder. Right. All right, man. Well, uh, here we have reached Sunday night carry. Uh, I've been waiting all day for a Sunday night. Um, why is this the Sunday night game? Can I just say that? Steelers, Chiefs. Yeah, I don't know why it's the Sunday night game. The worst one on the slate, maybe? The worst one, man. Like The only reason the Steelers are in the playoffs is because of Brandon Staley. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. Um, I think he's going to be a good coach. I do. I just think, man, he just – just overthought I himself. Wish the, the, I wish the Bears would have kept him because yeah. uh, he's he's done well with Justin Herbert. I feel like there's other issues with that team, though, and why they didn't make the playoffs this year. But yeah. um, but all they had to do was – seems like a competent high. coach who knows how to put quarterback in the right position, though. Seems like someone that the Chicago Bears could use. Am I right? <laughs> Let that guy get out of the building for what reason? Yeah. Uh, but we got the Steelers traveling to Arrowhead at Kansas City. 12 and a half point dogs. Ben Roethlisberger's likely, likely last game of his career. Um, Pat Mahomes trying to load up for another Super Bowl run here. Um, spreads 12 and a half. Total is 46. Last time these two teams played just a few weeks ago, the Chiefs, uh, in a way, bent the Steelers over and said, uh, fuck you, or something like that. I guess that's the nicest way I can put it. Um, but it was a bloodbath. In other words, uh, they lost 36 to 10. It was like 36 to three, like, or the Steelers had three points, like the entire game, they scored a touchdown garbage time. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> what do you, I know you, you mentioned the teaser, so let's hear the rest of it now. Yeah. Or so if you have an actual play on the game, single, singly. I don't because I'm a little bit worried about the spread. And I, yeah. I just think two touchdowns basically is what you're asking for here from the Chiefs. I think it's a lot. I do think they win this game by two touchdowns, honestly, at least. But it's just it makes me nervous whenever it's, you know, 12 and a half or whatever or up of that. But at 12 and a half, a perfect teaser. Get down to six and a half. You pair that up with what I would like for 14 and a half with the Eagles, or you could do it with another favorite that you like, or, you know, your favorite play, get more points. Maybe for you, Cody would be maybe the Raiders or something, you know, I mean, you could do something like that. And I just think also, I was looking at a little bit of like trends from the wild card round home teams favored by 10 or more points are a perfect five and O ATS in the history of the wild card round in all playoff matchups. Since 2011, double-digit favorites are seven and one against the spread. So, I I lean Chiefs like against the spread too <laughs> to cover this yeah. game. But like to me, just nice and easy. Let's get that six and a half. Easy peasy. You know, send out Big Ben out on you know whatever. It's not going to be a per. It's not going to be a nice uh, final game for him. But it'll be fun, I guess. Whatever. At least he made a playoff, right? Right. 
man, you tell me that trend. And I'm like, fuck, that, that completely changes like how I feel about the game now. Because I was going to take, and I probably still will at this point, um, Steelers or Chiefs minus, or no, Steelers plus 12 and a half. Just because like the whole reason the Ste- like Big, Big Ben even came back was because of how they lost last year. So I just feel like, it's going to be hard for the Chiefs to blow the Steelers out twice in a row. Right. Like, I that's why I kind of like the Steelers here plus 12 and a half because I just don't see Big Ben getting embarrassed on prime time in his last game of his career. I really don't see it. Yeah. I, in the, the key for them too, I think if they can defensively get some like relentless relentless pressure on Mahomes with like Watt. We know we've seen him do it all yeah. season long. Right. And you know, maybe maybe they make this thing interesting, a little bit more interesting than we want. I think at the end of the day, I just just want the guy that has just better talent right now at this stage of his career and probably honestly ever. Like <laughs> just because Mahomes is that generational. But um so I think like an easy seven point win, but you know I'm not going to talk anybody off of betting against the spread here, even though that was the trend. I think you're right. I don't think I don't think they're going to be like embarrassed here completely. It's not it's not going to be. It could get out of hand. I just don't really see that because Tomlin's a good enough coach where they're going to use their strengths, right? They're going to get Najee involved. They're going to Juju Smith Schuster is going to play apparently, like return this week. So, I mean, they got they got some weapons that they can use, even if Big Ben can't throw it more than, you know, eight yards now. But <laughs> they, yeah. they use them the best that they can, and they, they make stuff happen somehow. Yeah. And since I'm, like, on the Steelers here, I kind of like the – I kind of like the under because I feel like the only way the Steelers can maintain pace is by their is with their defense just shutting down the Chiefs. And we've seen it this year. We've seen the Chiefs defense like just or not Chiefs defense, but the Chiefs offense just like go silent out of nowhere. I mean, I I still can't believe they almost lost to Jordan Love. Um Oh man! I know that was like two months ago, but still, like I can't believe they almost lost to Jordan Love. Jordan Love managed to cover six and a half points that day. One of the greatest covers of my life, if, <laughs> if, if like bar in, because like I took it and was like, I'm gonna feel like an idiot after this, and then and then they did. Uh, fuck Green Bay. At least they lost that game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like Pittsburgh's defense. They're going to, like, T.J. Watt, like you said, you know, they got Joe Hayden back there in the secondary. And and the thing about the Chiefs' offense that's they've figured out, and I feel like I've said it a handful of times on here, is, you know, when they were struggling early in the year on offense, like, they were trying to hit home run plays all the time still. And they have progressed now to a point where, like, Patrick Mahomes feels like, okay, I'm going to go underneath now because I can't hit Tyreek Hill on the deep route on this play or whatever, or Travis Kelsey. So they're going, he's been going under a lot more. And as as much as people like to put down dinking and dunking on freaking quarterbacks, like it's working out for their offense and they're moving the ball downfield. Like that's the only thing that kind of scares me is like, how will the Steelers be able to 
maintain the, the Chiefs offense. Because, again, the Chiefs off, offense has been playing pretty well. You know, can't count. I mean, they almost lost to Denver last week, and they and they tried like they tried that entire game. Um, you know, and they they all they lost to Cincinnati as well the week before that. So their defense has given up points, gave up twenty four to Denver, which is a lot for that Denver team, and thirty or thirty four to Cincinnati. <sighs> Pittsburgh's so bad; it, they really are. Like they. They beat Baltimore, who sucks, and they beat Cleveland, who sucks. They beat Tennessee, though, like a month ago. Like, not, no, not even a month ago. On December 19th, they beat Tennessee. Like, that. Like that's the thing about the Steelers, though, man. Like, and I think it goes back to Tomlin, and it goes back to Big Ben, and, like, just the experience and, like, the culture and all this shit. Like, their defense is going to keep them in the game somehow. They're going to cover 12 and a half. We're going to send Big Ben off. Into the sunset, he's gonna lose by a touchdown. You know, rip in peace, brother. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think that's I. Ah, man, it. I like. I want to bet the Chiefs. I do, but if they, if Big Ben wasn't Big Ben and Tomlin wasn't Tomlin, and like, I just don't see double like a blowout again. I just don't see it. Can't do it. Yeah, it's tough. I. I actually like your move there, though. If it, if you do like the Steelers and maybe that defense clicking, it's probably going to be more of an ugly game. So why not just package it together, do a little combo of uh, Steelers plus money and then the under or whatever. I mean, yeah. that's under's at forty six. Yeah, is at forty. It's uh, the under's at forty six right now. You know, I'd play it. Eh, I'd play it to forty five. But if that number goes up. That might be scary if it goes like right. if, it, if tomorrow if on Sunday that number's at like forty eight I'm I'll be a little scared but I'll probably still play it. Who's putting um, money on this? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, this game sucks. Like it sucks. It's on Sunday night football. I'm gonna listen to Al Michaels and Chris Collins were just suck on Pat Mahomes' dick the entire time, and then sometimes talk about how great Big Ben was, and we'll just ignore all the stuff he did off the field that people just you know keep shoving to the side, whatever. Um, (laughs) right. Oh man, it feels like yeah, yeah, right. Um, at least at least the Packers aren't playing on Sunday Night Football, so we don't have to listen to Collinsworth suck on Aaron Rodgers' dick. Um, honestly, the worst. I I can't. I don't even want to spend my Sunday watching football at that point. All right, man. Last game, Monday Night Football. I, I first off, I love that we're doing a wild card game on Monday night. So it's just kind of like an easy like letdown for the week. You know what I mean? Um, so Mon- Monday Night Football, Cardinals, Rams. Um, we got the spread at four. Rams four point favorites over under 49 and a half points. My friend, I like the over here. I think there's going to be some points. I think uh, Stafford might throw a pick six because he's gotten used to doing that a lot here. Um, Rams at home doesn't mean anything because these fans out in Los Angeles aren't real fans. They're just people who live in California who have the money to go watch football in a really, 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 really nice stadium. Arizona, they kind of went through a little bit of a stretch there where they sucked, but then they beat Dallas at home. And then uh, I know they lost to Seattle last week, but how much were they really trying? 
like because it's the last game of the year they're already in. Again, I know they struggled down the stretch, but either way, I I like the over here at at the very least. I think there's going to be some points here. You know, Arizona's or Los Angeles offense total yards number nine. Arizona's number eight in football. So, I yeah, I think there's going to be some points and. That four point spread's a little scary to me, so I kind of like the total here at forty nine and a half. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm not touching the total, but it's. I. I agree with a lot of like what you're saying. I think, you know, you make a lot of good points. If these offenses get rolling, they've got power on both sides to really make this thing smash. If that's the case, like the Cooper Cup's been insane this year for the Rams. He's been. One of the best receivers. I mean, the best, literally, if you look at fantasy and all You'll that. You win like triple crown, right? For receivers with catches, he's, yards, and touchdowns. Something he's like been that. Unreal. He has been unreal. I mean, and you look at the other side, they've got guys Christian Kirk, Zach Ertz. Um, I can't think DeAndre of DeAndre Hopkins play. should be back, shouldn't he? Is he playing? Okay. I wasn't aware of that. If he was, I'll or look. Not, we should, we I'll should look. look I'm not for sure. Um, but they also still have AJ Green. They've got James Conner, who's been playing really well. Conner just had another two touchdowns his last game, which helped me smash a first time ever two plus touchdown bet uh, parlay, which I did with Lockett and James Conner, which amazing five dollars turned into five hundred almost. So love to see it. Yeah, yeah Hopkins yeah. is out. He's not expected back until like late January. So if we'll okay, see him yeah. if the Cardinals get to like the NFC Championship game or some shit. Yeah, um, so that's a tough one, but they, they've they been able to kind of use the rest of their weapons. So I think that it doesn't really matter as much as far as, like, their overall production. It might hinder – I mean, limit them a little bit. When you don't have a playmaker like DeAndre Hopkins, it's a loss. But for a team with as much depth as, as they have, it's not as big of a loss. Um, I, I think this is a game where maybe we see the Cardinals get back on track. We've seen Stafford kind of – They've been winning these games lately, where St- and Stafford has not really been playing well lately. I don't know what yeah. it is, but like you said, the pick sixes, just the interceptions, the mistakes recently have kind of been a problem. Can, for can we go over the Rams' schedule since November 28th? Sure. Yeah. I got it up. I'll go f- through it. All right. So rem- I remember the Rams were two-point favorites at Green Bay on November 28th. They end up losing 36 to 28. It was the easiest. Like, I wish I'd bet my bank account on it because you get the Packers as underdogs at home. Yeah. Just slam it. You just, you take it. I hate it. I hate that franchise. I hate Aaron Rodgers. I hate everything about the state of Wisconsin, but they've won me a lot of money this year. All right. So the Rams lose at Green Bay. That was their third straight loss. People are starting to talk about the Rams and how, like, they're, you know, they're losing and, like, you know, they went all in this year, man. They have like no draft picks until like, I don't know, in like another seven years. You know, they went and got Von Miller. You got Jalen Ramsey, you got Aaron Donald, best defensive back in the league or whatever. And all these guys, you go get Stafford to replace Jared Goff, who you basically said sucks. And, you know, they're, they again, they lost three in a row at that point. And they're, they, you know, was not good. Then they get Jacksonville. They go Jack. Or they host Jacksonville. They destroy them. No one gives a shit because it's Jacksonville. Then they beat up on Arizona. They beat Seattle. They beat up on Minnesota. They beat Baltimore, and then lost last week. 
So they've won five out of the last six games going into the postseason. Now, to me, that game, like I say, they won five of the last six, but did they really look that great doing it? They didn't look great against Baltimore, only one by one point. They won by touchdown against Minnesota. Should have been more if Stafford didn't throw any interceptions. Uh, won by 10 at Seattle, whatever. Or not at Seattle. They hosted Seattle. They won by 10. And they beat Arizona by a touchdown. So they're not blowing teams out. They're winning by you know 10 points at most. And then they lose that game against San Francisco last week. I don't know. To me, like... I feel like the Cardinals are more fraudulent than the Rams. Like, I feel like this is two frauds going up against each other right now. <laughs> Even though the Rams are like, they have all these expectations, man. I think like there's more pressure on the Rams to win on Monday night than it is the Cardinals. Cause the Cardinals, they don't have Hopkins and you know, they didn't play well down the stretch to me. Like they're kind of going into Los Angeles with house money, but it's still hard for me to want to even bet the Cardinals. That's why I kind of like the over. I, I, I just think there's going to be some points. So that's like, that's my two cents on like what you're talking about here, because like, it's tough. Yeah, no, I completely agree with what you're saying. I mean, it's kind of feels like two frauds going at each other. Like they both have certain aspects to both these teams that you can really get behind and you really like. And I mean, I think defensively both teams are pretty pretty solid you know for the most part you look at like outside of the bears game i think the bears get up until the cowboys game that was the first game or the last game they won up until the cowboys game and they like the bears didn't even uh, i don't think they, they didn't even have fields in that game so it's like how can you really feel that great about the cardinals right now and yeah I that know. game against the Bears, too, like, they didn't look that great. The Bears no. were just bad. <laughs> they, they, they looked bad, and it was the turnovers that got the Bears, really. They yeah. put them in they the won by 11 in that game. I'm pretty sure they were, like, 14-point favorites or something. No, they were 7.5. They they covered that game. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, but it was still just, just, still yeah. just a They sloppy. lost to Detroit, yeah. and it wasn't even by, like, a few points. They lost to Detroit by multiple touchdowns. Oh, yeah. And people were putting – the Cardinals in like a lot of their parlays and teasing oh, yeah. them down. That weekend, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not yeah. touching this. That just screams problems because everybody's on it as a favorite. And I'm like, no, hell no, I'm not. Can't yeah, I, can't do it. Yeah. Um, in the words of I mean, Bart what the thing that just blow like that I can't understand is they lose they lose the Rams, they lose to Detroit by a ton. Lose to Indianapolis, then beat the Cowboys at Dallas, but then lose last week to Seattle, which again, I don't know how much to put into that because like I don't know, like it was the last game of the year, they're already in the playoffs. Like, how much does it matter? I don't know. Right. I mean, I think they were still playing though for seeding technically. They were still playing for, and I I believe uh so are the Rams, really. They're both these teams. Both teams were playing for, for seeding. Yeah. And they both shit the bed. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> I, I don't know. It's 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 like you look at these teams and I it's hard to really pick out stuff that I really, really love or feel great about going deep into the playoffs. And I'm just gonna go ahead and take the points. Like 
why not? You're going to give me points against a team that I don't really believe that I'm not don't have a super strong opinion about either one way or the other at this point. I'll take the points. I'll take the money line because why so taking not? Cardinals plus four. Yeah, I'll just take Cardinals plus four. I'll, I'll I'll do a little sprinkle on the money line. I don't feel great about anything in this game to be honest. Nothing. Yeah, maybe some props later on or something. Well, the Cardinals are one and eight and one against the spread the last ten meetings with the Rams. So, oh great. I don't know if that changes your mind. <laughs> I feel great now. Yeah, that's but that's but spin zone road team is five one and one against the spread the last seven meetings. Well, we're going for that one then. We're taking that yeah. as the narrative. But spin zone again, favorite is eight and two and one against the spread in the last eleven meetings. Like Jesus. these trends mean nothing, man. I don't know. I know. I, I'm with you. I'd probably if I were to take the spread out right now, I'd probably take the Cardinals. And it's what it's Friday right now. By Monday, there are gonna be some money coming in on one of these games. You'd imagine, yeah. I'd love to see some money come in on the Rams, so I can, t- can so I can feel a little bit more confident taking the Cardinals if I bet the spread. But I, I, either way, though, I think that there's going to be some points. I think we're going to see some touchdowns. I think, I think there's, I think this is going to be a great Monday Night Football game where we see like thirty some to thirty. Yeah. You know the NFL is going to want that too, so we could see some extra penalties called just to kind of set up, you know, some pass interference plays here and there. Just, right. The NFL wants that Monday night playoff shootout. I feel like they're they're exactly they're, like this is the first time they're ever that. doing that, so they're hoping for a great game here. They're going to slip some money to the refs and be like, "Hey, call yeah. a couple <laughs> pass interferences a little bit more than you normally do." And uh, for me and you, since we're not fans of either team. We can support that. <laughs> I'm good with seeing more points. I don't care. Yeah. I'm totally fine with that. Right, right. All right, man. Well, uh, that's that's NFL wildcard weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited. I've been waiting for this, honestly, for like the last two months because the Bears suck, so I could give yeah. two fucks what happened the last two months of the year. So I've been waiting for playoff football for a while, and we have to embrace it and enjoy it because football is going to be gone soon. Um, we forgot to talk about the very beginning of the game. Fuck Alabama. I still take them again, but fuck them. They cost me 150 bucks rip in peace. Um, but again, I take them again tomorrow if they played, um, it cost each of us 150. Yeah, we were, we were off on the college football, uh, national championship, but, um, I did apparently tally site put their overall rankings for college football out this week. Uh, for this year, I finished ninth. Out of 159 uh, betters, um, which is just insane to me to see that number. Yeah, but you had a hell of a year. Yeah, I did have a hell of a year, and that's probably why my college basketball has not been great. So uh, <laughs> we gotta. We, I need to switch the juju up on my college basketball, man, because uh, eventually there's not going to be any football, and I got to win some money somehow. Um, but yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm excited for these games tomorrow and Sunday, and then Monday as well. Uh, I'm off on Monday from my day job, so I'm just going to be like going to ride through the day and get ready for Monday Night Football playoff. Oh, man. I just hope that ESPN's broadcast isn't just unbearable. I might just have to watch the Manning cast on Monday night. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be rough. I I feel like I actually have to record a podcast that like a Reds or like a season – NL Central season preview. I'm not sure. Somebody asked me to come on their podcast. So I'm going to have the game on over here in this corner and doing that. But 
I'm okay. I'm still excited to watch this game. Hell yeah, man. All right. Well, uh, everyone, here here's my spiel. Go follow on tap sportsnet on social media. Go follow on tap bets on Twitter. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Cody on tap and Joey at the riot three twenty six. We're gonna have the Lockham Parlay. Yes, Probably sir. two of them. I think we'll have one for Saturday, and I think we'll have one for Sunday. Hey, Cody. And real fast, if though. you're watching live right now, make sure you're following us because we're gonna have a Bulls parlay. <laughs> oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, um, that's for if you're watching live right now. But, uh, yeah, tune in. Uh, watch out if you're not following us on social media. You're not gonna see the lock and parlay. We're we're posting the lock and parlay of the week. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. It's usually compiled of prop bets. So we came so close, Joey. So close. One leg. We could have won like four or five hundred bucks, depending on how much money you put down. I put like ten. So close. We came so close. We're gonna hit it. I'm speaking it into existence. Into We're existence. One of these. Yeah. It, it's so, gonna uh, come in the playoffs. It has to because it didn't come in the regular season. It has to, man. Like we just again, also, just, you have to breathe it in and embrace the belief in winning. <laughs> yeah, and it will get it. Like you just have to like play with Carmex energy or whatever. You know what I mean? Like this is for all of the people who play the parlay with us. Like you, you look like good vibes. You, you look like you're summoning the gambling gods. I, I feel <laughs> yeah, I'm summoning the gambling gods, brother. We need. This parlay to hit. Like, I need it like air to breathe, bro. I need it like air to breathe because when that parlay hits, we can celebrate like the Bears won the Super Bowl or some shit. <laughs> We're going to make everybody their money back that if they've been that, that we've That we've lost them, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess that entire spiel is make sure you're following on Ted Bets on Twitter. You follow me and Joey on on uh, social media. I'm also, I just created a new Instagram account for content as well. So if you're on Instagram, go follow me at Cody on tap. Um, again, we'll be back next week. Uh, probably doing more playoff football and oh, wait, uh, Cody, yeah. Cody, Cody. what else? Uh, lock them like, or not lock them, but do we have like a crack them lock for this weekend? Oh, crack them lock. Okay. Of the picks that we gave into in this one today, I probably like, Oh God. I probably, I think I, my lock is the under on Pat's Bills, forty four and a half. Yeah. Again, take that promotion that's on DraftKings. So take that and then take the actual under. I think it's a lock, both of them. I mean, obviously the promotion that DraftKings is doing. Um, also, and I, you know, I know they're technically kind of a competitor, but Barstool is doing a promo where you place a six leg parlay of against of all the spreads on these six games. And if it hits, if you place $10 on it and it hits, you get whatever you make and they give you $1,000 of bonus cash to play with. Um, That's wild. So, yeah, if you're signed up on the Barstool Sportsbook, go go do that. And if you're not signed up, get in your car and drive your ass to Aurora and sign up because that's a hell of a promo. That's what I might need to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I missed the cutoff when they were doing the signups for yeah. Barstool. Well, it's, wow. I think it's coming back in March. So, um, okay. yeah, I think those are the big part, the, the big promos that I've seen. I'm sure FanDuel has some interesting ones too. Um, I know they always have 
uh, same game parlay promos where you can get like parlay insurance and stuff. So either way, it's NFL wildcard weekend. These motherfuckers at these sports books, they want you to spend your money. So spend it responsibly, spend it well, ride with us. Don't ride with us. I don't give a shit, but if you're listening or subscribing, I appreciate you. And I hope that our advice is at least helping you in some way or another. Yeah. I, I would like to point out one more thing too. Uh, Zach likes my play. I, I, I'm pretty sure he was talking about the 49ers. He's great. He's talking about the 49ers. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing the same. No bias. So yeah, of course, no bias. No bias yeah, he's a 49ers, 49ers fan. fan. Yeah. Um, also, I guess uh, my my lock of the week. Can I do a teaser? Is that allowed? Yeah. You said uh, you were going to do your teaser. I'll just do so, that. Like, I think that's my lock of the week. I like. I like the. Uh, Probably get it now because I feel like that number is going to go up for the the Chiefs might be like 13 and a half. So if you can tease it while it's at 12 and a half, you're going to get better a better price. If you take uh, Chiefs minus six and a half and then uh, teasing the, the Eagles up to 14 and a half from eight and a half. Um, I like that. Pair those two together. 14 and a half for the Eagles. I like that. I, I think I'm going to ride that with you, to be honest. That might be better Let's than go. actually taking the Steelers and hoping and praying that they hang in. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's scary. You can tease them up, though, too. You True. can take that side. So, yeah, I could take that instead of the Chiefs. Okay. Unless it turns into right. like a 28-point game, though, and you're just like, fuck my life. What did I it's the Falcons all over again for me or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, We'll be again. We'll be back next week. Uh, this everyone, thanks for listening. Let's uh, lock them and then let's stack them after we cash these fucking tickets, man. Let's do it. Best of luck. <laughs>